Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Those no-good, rotten scumbags that used to work at Twitter were on Capitol Hill today in front of the House Oversight Committee, the new and improved House Oversight Committee. And of all the folks that were there that had a hand in burying the Hunter Biden laptop story and kicking people off because of their politics or if they didn't like their opinions on the vaccine, they're all scumbags. But there was one scumbag that rises to the top, and that is Yoel Roth. He's the biggest weasel of this group. He was the censorship czar, if you will, at Twitter. And today, he finally had a chance to face the music, and MTG, Marjorie Taylor oh, Greene, lit him up Tore him a new one. over allowing a bunch of child porn to stay on Twitter, but banning conservatives so glad that you're censored down. I'm so glad you've lost your jobs. Thank God Elon, Elon Musk bought Twitter. And you know what? Let's talk about something a little bit further. It's amazing to me, Mr. Roth, as the head and trust of safety at Twitter, your ability, or should I say inability, to remove child porn. Now, here's something that disgusts me about you. In your doctoral dissertation entitled Gay Data, you argued that minors should have access to Grindr, an adult male gay hookup app. Minors? Really? You know, Elon Musk took over Twitter and he banned 44,000 accounts that were promoting child porn. You permanently banned my Twitter account, but you allowed child, child porn all over Twitter. That is a dressing down like I've never Ooh, heard. Bring in the heat. I mean, that guy, and he was just sitting there with this sunken, sullen, you know, terse look on his face, and he was just sitting there taking it, and it was pretty delicious. I bet he thought he was uh, one hot mamma jamma when he was the, the top censorship boss. He thought he Twitter. was invincible. He thought he set policy across this country, and hell, maybe he did for a little while. And that's what happens when you think you're invincible in any industry, in any line of work. That's what happens. Eventually, you were brought down. Like, I don't think I'm invincible. At any time, I'm thinking, oh, God, this is it. This is the end. Right. I better, you know, get it right here. But these, these people thought they were untouchable. And... Later on in that hearing, Yoel Roth, and again, I can't stress this enough, Weasel, um, says that Twitter saw Hunter's laptop having similarities to the 2016 Russian hacking of the DNC. Hunter Biden laptop story. In 2020, Twitter noticed activity related to the laptop that, at first glance, bore a lot of similarities to the 2016 Russian hack and leak operation targeting the DNC. And we had to decide what to do. What? What the hell are you talking about? Are they talking about the similar fact that the DNC fell for a phishing link and Hunter forgot his laptop at a repair shop and there's no evidence whatsoever Russia was responsible for either of these things he's talking about? But, but not only that, but the the Hunter's lawyers said it's his laptop. 
I mean, it was. They've had it since 2019. They had it. The FBI had it since 2019, and his lawyers just came out and said it was his laptop. And it's basically been proven and shown that the FBI and the DNC were both working in concert with Twitter on on wedding uh, and deciding what and what not to suppress and and quash. One of my favorite things they did today was apparently the last couple of days have been arts and crafts time during the uh, hours of operation for the oversight committee because really? everybody had poster boards with <laughs> facts and yeah. tweets and information and James Comer the top oversight Republican had this big poster board of an old tweet from Yoel Roth that was never taken down. It was never removed, but conservative accounts that were less egregious were taken down. How big tech, the media, former intelligence agents, and the Bidens themselves suppressed the story of Hunter Biden's laptop weeks before the 2020 election. Today, we're hearing from Twitter executives who buried the New York Post laptop story claiming it violated the platform's hacked materials policy. In reality, the Twitter executives were hostile towards conservatives and biased towards anyone who opposed their points of view. For example, Mr. Roth, did you write this tweet? Just showing I it to the him. language that I used in some of my former tweets, but yes, I did post that. And, and I'll read the tweet so it's in the record. You don't regret Yes, it. that person in the pink hat is clearly a bigger threat to your brand of feminism than actual Nazis in the White House. Mr. Roth, do you think all conservatives are Nazis? Certainly not, sir. What about the hundreds of people who worked in the Trump administration? Certainly not. Did Ms. Gaddy or any other lawyer at Twitter ever tell you to take down that tweet? No, Twitter did not have a practice of restricting employees sharing their personal viewpoints on the service. <laughs> oh, God. But if you had a personal viewpoint on um, the vaccines, say, or COVID-19 in general, if you if you were a, a average everyday citizen with 200 followers and you put out your personal opinion, those got taken down. They would punch <laughs> you out the door like Pat McAfee, man. They would <laughs> drop kick you and kick you off of Twitter. Now, at this point, you can see Yoel Roth, this little weasel, this little weenie oh, that thought he was Mr. Tough he's Guy. He's squirming. He's squirming. He's shaking a little bit. And that's when Jim Jordan came in. So I think what a lot of people are wondering is if it didn't violate your policies and they didn't tell you it was fake, didn't tell you it was hacked, why'd you take it down? The company made a decision that found that it did violate the policy. It wasn't my personal judgment at the time that it did. But the decision was communicated to me by my direct supervisor, and ultimately, I didn't disagree with it enough to object. To you know, you know what, action. you know what I think happened, Mr. Roth. I think, I think you guys got played. I think you guys wanted to wanted to take it deep down. We saw what the chairman put up, where you said, you know, everyone in the White House is, an, is a fascist. I think you guys wanted it to t be taken down. I think you meet with these guys every week. We know that's been established in the Twitter files. You had yeah. weekly meetings with Mr. Chan in the run-up to the election. Yeah. They send you all kinds of emails. They send you documents on the super secret James Bond teleporter. You get information on that. I think you guys wanted to take it down. I think you guys got played by the FBI. So that was Yoel Roth that was on the receiving end of all of yeah, that. that. That's that's what I said just a second ago. The FBI had the laptop since 2019. And they were feeding them. They were telling them what to do, basically. I mean, and they were, and the UL Roth and those guys were more than willing to bend over. It wasn't just Roth that was taking some heat today. Vijaya Gaddy, she was the one that ultimately made the call to have Donald Trump's Twitter accounts permanently suspended. And of course, she was one of the ones that was all in 
on if you disagreed with the vaccine, then you need to have your account suspended or removed. She was the queen of COVID misinformation. Listen here as Nancy Mace of South Carolina grills Gaddy. May I ask of you, where did you go to medical school? I did not go to medical school. I'm sorry. I did not go to medical school. <laughs> That's what I thought. Why do you think you or anyone else at Twitter had the medical expertise to censor a doctor's expert opinion? Our policies regarding COVID were designed to protect individuals. We were seeing... You guys censored Harvard-educated doctors, Stanford-educated doctors, doctors that are educated in the best places in the world, and you silenced those voices. <laughs> My favorite part about that is the very beginning. Can you just play the beginning one more time? Uh, I ask of you, where did you go to medical school? I did not go to medical school. I'm sorry. I did not go to medical school. <laughs> I mean, Mace heard her the first time. Uh-huh. Everybody heard her the first time. She just made, she just made her say it twice in a row. Mace. Oh, God, uh, that's so funny. She was bringing the heat today, too. She had a big chart of something the CDC had put out that was deemed misinformation, and somebody had their account taken down because of it. I have another chart I want to show you, Ms. Gaddy. Um, I have another tweet by someone with a following of a full 18,000 followers. This person put a chart from the CDC on Twitter. It's the CDC's own data, so it's accurate by your standards. And you all labeled this as misleading. You're not a doctor, right, Ms. Gaddy? No, I'm not. Okay. What makes you think you or anyone else on Twitter have the medical expertise to censor actual, accurate CDC data? I'm not familiar with these particular situation. Yeah, I'm sure you're not. Yeah! In your face from Nancy Mace right there. Vijaya Gaddy, how does that taste? But it wasn't just folks on the right that had the microphone, Nige. Yep. Your pal AOC Mm. had a chance to speak today, and AOC's upset that the account Libs of TikTok, quote, lied about Boston Children's Hospital giving hysterectomies to children. Uh, additionally, Ms. Navaroli, are you familiar with the account Libs of TikTok? I have heard of it from the news, yes. Um, Mr. Roth, are you familiar with this account? Yes, ma'am, I am. Are you aware from, that from August 11th to August 16th, that account posted false information about Boston Children's Hospital, claiming that they were providing hysterectomies to children? Yes, I am aware of that and other claims from the account. And are you aware that this lie was then circulated by other prominent far-right influencers? Yes. And are you aware that all these claims, uh, which I have reiterated were false, culminated in a real-life harassment and ultimately a bomb threat to the Boston Children's Hospital? Yes, I am aware. And this account is still on that platform today, isn't it? Regrettably, yes, it is. Regrettably, yes, it is. My name is Yoel Roth. I pee sitting down. <laughs> now, that's now, now her claim that the Boston Children's Hospital uh, giving hysterectomies to children, you know, that's a lie. That's, that's not quite true, is it? Well, in a sense-deleted video posted on the YouTube account of the Boston Children's Hospital, yeah. this was a video that was up for a while. Gender-affirming hysterectomy is very similar to most hysterectomies that occur. 
hysterectomy itself is the removal of the uterus, the cervix, which is the opening of the uterus, and the fallopian tubes, which are attached to the sides of the uterus. Some gender-affirming hysterectomies will also include the removal of the ovaries, but that's technically a separate procedure called a bilateral oophorectomy. And not every gender-affirming hysterectomy includes that, and people who are getting gender-affirming hysterectomies do not have to have their ovaries removed. That was posted on the YouTube page of the Boston <laughs> Children's opposite. Hospital, and then magically it disappeared, <laughs> but the internet is forever. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.